Hey girls and guys, and welcome to the Always a Bridesmaid podcast. We're your hosts, Mallory and Marissa. We are two best friends in our 30s turned neighbors living in Newport Beach, California. As a couple of girls who have collectively been in over 25 weddings, none of which were our own, we know a thing or two about life after walking down the aisle. So join us as we talk all things relationships, friendships, wellness, and celebrating every season of life. From interviewing fearless single females to navigating the ups and downs of millennial dating to owning, loving, and nurturing your true authentic self. We can't wait to embark on this journey with you. But first things first, will Will you be our bridesmaid? Hey everyone. What's up guys? We're in the studio again today um, after a fun weekend. Yep, it was a fun weekend indeed. We had a friend's miss. Well, actually, we called it a noob's miss. Uh, we had a little game wine night on Friday night, which was pretty fun. Yeah, we just had a few friends over because we are unfortunately getting shut down again here in Orange County. Yeah, so naturally, we've had to eat at every single restaurant um, <laughs> that we could fill, today being Islands. Yes, yes, just to support small businesses. Well, not like Islands is a small business, but... <laughs> Uh, yesterday we went to brunch with some friends because uh, we were told that they were going to be shutting all restaurants in Newport down. So we wanted to help out some of our favorite spots. We did um, something so funny, you guys. So um, Friday we were having, um, you know, some of Mal's famous enchiladas. We had some nice red wine. And it essentially turned into a game of charades. Mm-hmm. Well, one of our good friends, his first language is not English. And so sometimes things are confusing for him. <laughs> and um, we were playing to charades. And the thing that you had to act out was Shrek. But our friend Ramon didn't read that. He read Cher. So he had to act out. But he was acting out Cher. So he was like so he putting was- his hands in the air like as he was singing like these big flamboyant arm gestures and i'm the mar Mar and i were the ones that made up like the things and we're looking at each other we're like what What the hell is he we're like doing the hell is this shrek you know (laughs) we were thinking we were thinking you know at least do the little you know hands on your head for those weird ear things shrek has and then we look that never came that never came it was just it was pure share we're like what are you doing he's not share we're like no it's shrek it's shrek and so um but anyways guys i we can't tell you enough that times like these, not to bring up Jack Johnson song, times like these, but times like these where things are a bit unpredictable, the best thing that you can do is share some laughs with friends. It is like just the best. Yeah, keep the party small. Keep the party um, small. Keep, keep the party your, smart. Keep your keep your circle little, you know, so you don't get those mean DMs on Instagram if you post anything. But um, yeah, you send me a mean DM. Oh, okay. Speaking of mean DMs. Let's talk about mean reviews because one of your bitch asses listened oh. to our introduction, our 15 <laughs> second introduction and gave us one star. One star. We have so. 3000 listeners. We got like 25 reviews and one of your bitch asses is going to just listen to our 15 second review I'm and really, give us one star. I'm really sorry if we offended you in our 45 second yeah. intro. So whatever we did to you. We would love to send you 10 a out of 10, 10 out of 10. You're one of those girls that put your significant other's Instagram handle in your bio. And that's on period. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to decide to love our haters though. I mean, that's what we're going to need to do. Yeah. Is- we're going to love you. And guess what guys, we see all of the amount of people that are listening to our podcast. And guess what? If you're not liking, you are lurking. <laughs> and that's on period. And you're lurking. Anyways, you're lurking and you're lurking. Um, so we went out to brunch yesterday. We went to this little Lido uh, place and you know we can't we're one of those people like we're not a girl that gets like can I get a side salad you know oh can I get just like egg whites no our bitch asses are like do you have egg burritos and can we do extra meat please and can we get uh the ricotta pancakes for the table and then can we get that brioche french toast for the table too yeah our friends that are with us um like our guy friends like we eat more like- than them on any given day our guy friends they are still eating their hamburgers and we're like already starting our french toast meal like we are not we we're are not, not the. Of, we're not one of those girls we're not so. one of those what they Take would say petite it. girls you know what i'm saying um anyway so brunch was what brunch was wonderful we spent time connecting with some of our platonic we have some boyfriends pl- i'm not gonna lie guys we have some platonic relationships in our life and we don't know if they just see us as friends or we're not their type because of our eating habits <laughs> I mean, we did give them the option. We did ask them a serious question. We said, are you guys, is this a platonic relationship or are you guys just little bitches and don't want to ask us out? And they looked us dead in the eye. And, and they, they said, platonic. Not interest- oh, <laughs> said not interested. Yeah, they said not interested and they said platonic. But guess what, guys? We're not interested either, yeah, okay? so. Um, but anyways, so it was, it was a fun time. We had um, just such a nice waitress. And we ended up tipping her two hundred dollars um, on our two hundred dollar bill. Um, she had told us that um, they would be shutting down today, and just a really sad story about you know her life. Not that she was trying to get any sympathy, but we just felt like we just felt compelled, we and we to hope really that back to her. Hopefully, this is the encouragement that you might need. That if you're if your you know finances are doing okay, take it as an opportunity to you know, tip a good tip or buy somebody's coffee behind you. You just never know what it's going to do. Yeah. Our we service. have some, we have some people in our studio and they're making some whisper gestures. Yeah. We don't know why you, is there something you, the There's peanut something has you needed to, to say? Is there something you needed to say to us? You're talking about how we appreciate you guys are good tippers because there are people in the world who are not good tippers. Oh, okay. Oh. So they were whispering, but apparently they're saying we're good tippers. We thought we were, I thought they were just We saying. have some guest studios. We have Amy Moody and Mrs. Brooke Hillary, in the a house. new Volvo owner. Yeah. Um, Shout so out to Jogbot. We just went Whoa, to hey. Islands, you guys. We just mentioned to you guys that we're not, you know, small eaters. We got well, neither four Caesar salads, two soups, chips and salsa, Alina burger. I got, you know, bacon, <laughs> bacon and cheese. Like, there wasn't there no one was gonna leave that table hungry <laughs> and then we get in the car and amy looks over at me and she goes i said i wanted ice cream <laughs> so yeah if you guys need to repost this story if you're a, a an eater as well uh, but going back to um <laughs> taking care of those like in need right now and the service industry is just really suffering and you know you don't know what people are going through at home so be generous and kind and yeah be generous this holiday season um and you guys if, if anybody gets a to-go order and does a good tip um can you guys repost on your story and tag always a bridesmaid podcast we'd love to repost you um if you're not already following us on instagram always a bridesmaid podcast we you know really try to just post we don't post any of that bullshit like 
Okay, guys, I have to be honest with you. What is with people giving shout outs to their significant others and more so to their children on social media? Like, dear so-and-so, happy birthday. You're the light of my life. I, like, does your kid have social media? That's the bigger problem here. Like, what? Where are they? In their cribs? With are they their, in their cribs with their with phones? With their iPads in their thumbs? Like, thanks, mom. Like in your profile. Yeah. Did you already make them an Instagram that we don't know about? I have to be honest, guys. When I see a, a girl giving her, like, writing a happy anniversary post with this, like, long-ass poem, I think, first thing I think are marital problems. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you, like... Why are you saying saying all that on social media? To me, red flag. You know, I I don't know if that if I don't know if it's healthy, guys. And we're seeing it, and we're you know we're talking about it. Um, but when you're guys, when you guys are giving those shout outs to your kids, and like dear so and so, happy first birthday. Like, I didn't even have a phone till I was sixteen. Your your kids are on their phone. Yeah, like I get it. If you want to post about your child's first birthday, talk to us. Like we're the ones that are reading it, right? Yeah. Like, but you're like, to my beloved 19 month old baby. <laughs> you like, are 19 you month are, old today. It's like, it's like, dear. And we are so excited that dear you're Dear Jessica, well, you're eating peace now. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. You're eating peace now. You've taken a few steps and your favorite word is dada. And you mommy love and daddy. Before bed. Who's, who is this too? Dude, I'm just doing some morning scrolls. I mean, and at least dress it to the people. Talk to the people. Yeah, and talk I mean, to the baby. People write in their kids these social media letters. Anyways, we're going on a I tangent don't know. on that. What but were we even talking about? I don't know. You went somewhere with that. Yeah, but, I don't. I'm not sure where that went. But um, anyways, guys, what we want to talk about today is we thought that it would be great to let's talk bridesmaids. Yeah, um, bridesmaids, wedding etiquette, um, do's and don'ts, some maybe bridesmaid horror stories. All right, so bridesmaids. I personally have been in 13 weddings. I've been a bridesmaid in 13 weddings. I've been, I believe, two maid of honors. Um, I've been in, I've been a bridesmaid 12 times and have been a maid of honor one time. And, you know, wedding, like being a bridesmaid is a huge commitment. And I think that, you know, being 30 now and having started being a bridesmaid, I think the first wedding I was ever, oh, if you don't count my mom's, cause you know, I was, <laughs> I was in my mom's when she married my dad, when I was one. So we could talk about that later. Um, how, you know, the chicken came before the egg or whatever on that one. But, uh, <laughs> I was in my first wedding, I think when I was like 20, and up until now so kind of talking about like finances responsibilities like it is a lot it's yeah. a lot of money it a is lot a, of we were actually just all at lunch talking about this and we were saying how when you're in a wedding there's it's a a huge financial commitment but it's also a huge time commitment because typically you're with the bride if she's going to try on dresses then you have to try on your bridesmaid's dress and there's usually like an engagement party and then there's a bridal, an, party. Um, a bridal party and then it's like the the whole thing when they're asking you to be in the wedding and it's the bridal shower and all the planning for the shower and the making of the decorations and then 
the actual bachelorette party and all of the prep for that. And, and then the bachelorette, wedding. Bachelorette parties aren't like they used to be. Like when our parents were young, where it's just one night out, it's an entire weekend. It's a huge trip, but typically, you know, yeah. you're going oh, it's, it's an, out of state. You're going to Vegas for three days. Like it's just not a one night thing. Yeah. So we were saying that these days I feel like, or we feel like an average bachelorette party, like you're not getting out of there after you buy outfits for the themes and all that for less than $750, if not more mm -hmm. by the time you pay for dinners and hotels and all of that. And we were chatting about this because one of our, the girls um, that was at lunch with us was saying that if you're, if you're deciding to be in this wedding, then you're saying yes to it all, right? You're just, if you, if this is a commitment that you want to make, then you're at the disposal of the bride. And, what and we, that it's the bride's like, the bride should set the expectation the bride in the should beginning. Have, the bride should have set the expectation and you're making that decision. Whereas Mal and I were saying, okay, yes, but especially for the younger brides out there, you know, you, it is such a commitment that you should be mindful of your bridesmaids and make the decision to say like, you know what? Hey, you guys can just pick your own dress. And that way a bridesmaid could possibly borrow a dress from somebody or can find something cheaper rather than saying like, oh, you have to spend $400 on a bridesmaid's dress that you will 100% never wear never again. Never on wear. the other hand, what the other girl in our group was saying is, okay, but you're accepting to be in this bridesmaid or you're accepting to you know be in this wedding. It's a, such an honor that it shouldn't matter what the cost is. You should just, you know, you, you know what you're signing up for and that's your decision. Because it's not your day, it's the bride's day, which I completely understand too. I see kind of both coins, but... I, I think that there are certain, you have to understand being a bride, like if you were the bride, you have to understand your, your friends financial, wherever they are at financially. So like if you are requiring every single bridesmaid to get their hair and makeup done, which is roughly a hundred dollars each, if you know, you're paying close to $200 for that. And you know that one of your bridesmaids is not financial, then you should be taking responsibility. And if you want them to look the best that, and they can't afford it and it's an absolute requirement, then you may be fronting the bill for that. And yeah. you should be, you should want that for your bridesmaid because above all, they're your best friends, right? And it's more than just like the party aspect. You want them by your side. So if they are in a strain and it's like, I don't think I could be in the wedding because I can't afford to get my makeup done. That's something that I would just be like, you know what? I'm going to cover that for you. You're my best friend. I want you there on that day. And I wouldn't want this requirement of mine. Hey, and I don't want your bitch ass overlining your eyes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen the way you've done your makeup and I don't like it. Yeah, so there's that. So let's, okay, so let's back it up a little bit. Let's talk choosing your bridal party because I think that there's, you know, a question when you're choosing your bridal party is, do you go with who you've known the longest or, and you know, or do you go with who you're close with at that moment? I, I mean, think this, I think this also ties into like age. I think as you get older, maybe you're more selective about who it is and it's maybe smaller. But if you were to ask me at 25, I would have probably had 12 bridesmaids. If you ask me now, it'll probably be like you and my two sisters, you yeah. know, like it just really depends on where you're at in life and how involved those friends are with your actual current relationship. Yeah. Right. Like have they even met your boyfriend or your fiance, or yeah. are you just inviting so-and-so because you went to preschool with her? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that when you're selecting, you know, for all those brides out there, all of our Corona brides, 
um, or anybody that's getting engaged here soon. I think it's like, it is such a question these days of, you know, okay, I, I have this group of friends that I'm so close with right now, but then you have, you know, you have your cousins or you have your childhood friends. And it's, it's hard because when you choose your bridal party, you do want there to be like chemistry amongst the party, mm -hmm. right? It's hard, you know, you don't want just like this hodgepodge of like different people from your life, or is that what is a wedding party? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, don't, I'm not saying you need to come to us for advice because it's not like, you know, we're planning a wedding, but I think it's, it's an interesting topic because I feel like these days people are just so focused on like the idea of this bridal party versus really looking at it and thinking about like the established relationships they have with these people and what it means. And uh, I think that not, don't lose sight of that as a bride. Don't just say like, Oh, I, you know, I want this for this. And I know this person would be good for this really look at it and say like, you know, this is a group of girls that have known me at my worst and my best and I want them standing by my side. And I think if you were to ask any bride or any any one of your friends that have been married, there is always that like token bridesmaid that either they don't talk to anymore or that they wish they didn't have or they they had that bridesmaid because she was friends with someone and I didn't want to like leave that one person out, but I'm really close with these girls and what happened like that happens in every bride or party. actually I have a good one. Or what if you were in their wedding and you don't want them oh, in yours? That's 100% going to happen to me. There's no way that I'm going to have 13 people in my brides <laughs> as my bridesmaids. Like, and I, I mean, I love every one of that. Some I don't even talk to anymore. Like some I legitimately don't even Been don't to, even talk yeah. to. Those were like when I was a lot younger. Um, and you know, it's just a sign of the times. Like, I don't even think they would be invited to my wedding at this yeah. point. They're just not a part of my life anymore. Not that anything has gone wrong. It's just they're not, you're yeah. so young at that time. And I those think decisions. if there's, I mean, again, we're not brides, but I think don't get too caught up in, well, oh, like I'm stressing, like I was in her wedding and I'm going to hurt her feelings. If I don't ask her to be in mine, no, it is your day. It is your time to shine as a bride and to be standing with a group of friends that are so close to you. I think that kind of stuff does not matter. Mm -hmm. If you don't want them in your wedding, don't put them in your wedding. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll get over it. And if they're a real friend and they'll understand like why they're not in it, but still, in, if they're still invited, then that's, that's all great. Like they're there to celebrate you regardless. And more often than not, like if you're feeling that way, they're probably feeling well, the same. Yeah, if you ask them, they're probably going to be like, Oh shit. She asked me like, I didn't even want to do, you know, it, it may, the feeling may be mutual. Okay. So I think just be true to yourself and what you, what is going to make your best day and who is going to make that day special for you. Exactly. And exactly. So now let's talk about what we do know, which is being a bridesmaid. Mm -hmm. So let's first talk about what it means like when somebody asks you to be a bridesmaid, what is that expectation looking at? Like, what do you think is a fair expectation, Mal? So I think a fair expectation of a bridesmaid, I think that you're involved in like all of the handling of a bridal shower, right? And this is all situational too. Like if they're maybe, I don't know, if they have sisters and moms and parents that are going to take on all the planning of the shower and stuff, that's one thing. But for the most part, the majority is, a bridesmaid is responsible to help throw and put in whatever it is to, to plan the shower, um, as well as the bachelorette party. Um, I don't think the bride should be paying much for her bachelor bachelorette party unless um, she's financially capable, you know, unless she offers to do so or whatever, or if she's asking to go somewhere extreme. Um, 
you pay for your bridesmaid dress and shoes. I think that you're responsible for your hair and makeup day of. Um, and if that's what they're, you know, if that's what they're requiring it, I think every single bridesmaid, and I will say this till the end of the day, your bridesmaids deserve plus ones. Like if you are not letting your bridesmaid bring a date after all the money, like, no, hands down, bridesmaids it, always get a plus and one. And when it comes down to bridesmaids, you guys, there shouldn't even be a question of, oh, well, are they dating anybody? I don't care if I want to bring my friend Amy Moody as my plus one. <laughs> I know I truly could give two shits. Mm-hmm. After I put a thousand plus dollars into your wedding festivities, it shouldn't matter who I'm bringing. You should not be this you shouldn't, it shouldn't be cheap when it comes to your bridesmaids. And you also shouldn't make somebody feel like they're less worthy to get a plus one versus somebody who has a boyfriend where they're literally like in the worst relationship. And mm-hmm. we're all watching from afar of this relationship failing. It is so unfair to put your bridesmaid on a spot and make them feel like they don't, they're they don't not have worthy plus one. enough to have, they're not worthy of plus one. With. And I, I will say this, I guess this goes back to being a bride is if you want to you know, make your bridesmaids feel a certain way, then tell them they can't have a plus one. But if you want to be an understanding bride, give them a plus and one. give them the option. If they don't have a boyfriend or if they don't have something to bring, they may not bring it, but like at least give them the opportunity to choose what they want to do. I think that that's only fair. Um, you know, especially when it's your bridesmaids wedding guests, on the other hand, that's a whole nother story. Like you don't want some, you know, your fiance's frat boy, best friend to bring the 12th girl he's been dating and you know the slew of the week especially like, when 10 out of 10 he's already hooked up with one of your bridesmaids yeah so i mean that, that, that's a different story but when it comes to your bridesmaids i think that they they deserve it and they they should be able to bring yeah well, that's such a good point uh so what about you what do you think what are other things that you think that i may not be missing um no i i think that that's great i think that Um, the expectation is that again, this is just in my opinion, whether I was young or old somehow, even when I was like waitressing at Isla Rada fish company, I was still somehow managing to like pay for these weddings when I was like 24 years old. But I do think you sign up and you do, you know, I, I always would get, whether it's like, you know, custom coffee mugs or a restaurant gift certificate. I would always get them an engagement gift. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it's appropriate to do, um, the uh obviously bridesmaids dress i think um you know really paying for that bridal shower um i think that the expectation should be there to um participate with the bachelorette party and all of that but i do think that there is something to say about not having to pay or not having to participate in everything and so by that i mean like yeah you're there for the wedding but if your bride is like, okay, well, we're going to arrive there on um, Wednesday because we're going to do welcome cocktails. And then Thursday, we're going to do this. And then Friday, this is the um, rehearsal dinner and all of these things. I think as a bridesmaid, you know, you can participate as much as you can, but nobody should go into debt when they're a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. And so if at any point you're like, wow, I really didn't think I'd be spending more than $700. Like, I believe that you have every single right to take a step back and be like, you know what? I'd love to do this, but I'm not be able to get a hotel room i'll be like ubering if and that should be fine mm-hmm. because i don't think that you should have to go to those extra things you know i don't think that that type of stuff is necessary yeah yeah absolutely and i think that a bride should always be understanding of those things as well like if you 
can't afford to stay at the Ritz Carlton for four nights, like, and you can only do one and you're going to Uber back and forth. Like that should be understandable. They should be understanding of that, that you're going to try to make as much as you can, but if it's not feasible for your finances, then yeah, you have but to be understanding. I will say this when it comes to like the three big ones, which is engagement party, or I should say, I should say that, bridal well, shower. yeah, engagement party, bridal shower, bachelorette party. You need to attend those. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you the bullshit that you don't do. You don't do, oh, I'll go for a day. Do you guys know when you're planning a bachelorette party, how, how annoying, annoying is? that is? Like when you're trying to, and then if you, if you say, decide you want to go for a day, then say, I'm only going to go for a day, but I'll just pay what the whole thing, the bullshit that girls do is when they say, I'll, I'll go for a day. And then you got me doing math. You got me. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. So thank you for hearing us out when it came to the expectation. Uh, so next let's talk about day of. So guys, is it like an unspoken rule where if you're a bridesmaids, your hair will no matter what look like absolute dog shit? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost 100% positive that when you're in beauty school becoming a hairstylist, <laughs> I think you sign like a hidden contract that says above all, no matter what, I will make the bridesmaids hair look like complete shit compared to the bride. Like it's just this uncommon, it doesn't matter. You can show them every single picture from Pinterest of what you want. And it ain't gonna look like it. And I'm not saying you have to make me look like the hottest girl of the world at Club Deviate, but you need to, <laughs> you need to to some degree. Like if I just want loose waves, I don't need braids. I don't need you adding my bangs into a braid. I don't need a low bun. If I just want you know loose waves around my face, that's all I want. I don't need you know twisty twirlies if you trying to you know trying out a, a style on me. Um, but also if you are a bridesmaid too, and you're trying to figure out how to do your hair the day of go with what, you know, go with what you look good in. If you don't ever wear your hair up me, I never wear my hair. I wear my hair up in a ponytail to the freaking gym. And that is about it. You will never catch me up with a, with updo on the day of I've got broad shoulders. I got a short neck. I'm not going to do it. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to try something different, broad let me shoulders, do <laughs> broad shoulders, short neck, not interested. <laughs> um, you know, I, if you're bringing this picture, you've never, ever done a hairstyle like that before. Like your hair should look like what you want on a nice night out and that's it. So you look like yourself. So you do not look like someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that. I think that, you know, the wedding, guys, it's not the time to experiment. It's mm -hmm. not the time to be, to, you know, think that you're going to try out something new. Just go with what you know. But I will tell you this. If you decide to not pay to get your hair and makeup done, the one thing you better not be doing is asking your friend to do your to hair do and your makeup. Hair when they're all getting that themselves ready. That is a no-no. Oh, that's the worst. And I've been victim of that plenty of times because then that one friend, if they do one braid on one bridesmaid, then they're going to do braids on all the bridesmaids. Cause someone's going to be like, Ooh, I saw you doing that. Mar, will you do it to me? Oh, Mel, you did her eyeshadow. Will you do my eyeshadow? And then all of a sudden you're sweating because you're getting all these girls ready and then you're not ready. And then more than likely you cry. Cause that's what I've done. Before yeah. It's just, past. it's just like, again, it just goes back to wedding etiquette. If you're going into the wedding and you say, okay, I'm going to, I don't want to pay to get my hair and makeup done. Okay, fine. But you better style it and you better not ask for help. Mm -hmm. And I don't care who you think you are, but if you bring any type of hair charms <laughs> that you're trying to put in your hair, girl, Claire's called, do not buy them. 
Absolutely not. I will pull out, pull out a gun if I see you pull out baby breath. <laughs> <laughs> if your ass is putting baby breath in your in your hair, then baby, you gone. And that's on period. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So that's what, uh, that's as far as hair goes. What that's about as makeup? far as what hair about, goes. Okay. Another rule. Why don't makeup artists know how to do eyebrows? I once <laughs> had a, in, a, like eight years ago, I straight up looked like I had creepy crawlers crawling off my face and they were shimmering. Oh, mine looked like the McDonald's arch. <laughs> that it happened to my eyebrows. And I was like, what is this? And you pay $100 for it. Like you pay $100 for someone to make you look beautiful. And you look, you come out looking like Cruella DeVille. And I was like, this is not what I asked for. I wanted a soft uh, Casey Musgraves look. You gave me Ursula the Sea Witch. Oh um, but that does not go to say if, if, the eyebrow goddess Courtney Dapper, though I will never. She oh, we've contacted shout Dapp. out, yeah, shout we've out to her to do our makeup because uh, for our photo shoot, um, she will forever be the best. Now, with this said, during our islands debate today, as we were having this bridesmaids conversation, we want to hear a different perspective, which isn't a perspective that we share, but we appreciate the pro the uh, pros. What is it called? The Perspective. Perspective. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, I was having a Shrekker share moment. Um, so, um, so my good friend here, she says that it should not, like the bridesmaid should not care what she looks like because it really should all be about the bride. So whether or not, like it shouldn't matter, like you are shining up, signing up that day and whether your hair looks like crap, your makeup looks like crap, it does not matter because at the end of the day, what most important is that the bride looks. And in my opinion, I say, yes, that's great. But if I'm not feeling my best that day, then I'm not doing my best. Mm -hmm. So I do think as a bride, you really want to make sure that you express that to the artist. And, and a lot of the times, like the bride, she had her trial with the makeup artist and all of that. But if you're the bride, ask these makeup artists to show you work of bridesmaids that you've done, that they've done, because it is just so unfair to expect bridesmaids to pay a hundred or $150 for their makeup to look so bad. Yeah. Okay, but bottom line, this day of your responsibility as a bridesmaid is to make the bride feel like a queen on her day, right? So of course, we're going to have these stories and I hate my hair, I hate my makeup. If that does happen, you do not go to the bride. You do not complain to the bride. You don't cry to the bride. That's not her problem. You need to either talk to one of the other bridesmaids, figure it out, fix your makeup, ask one of them to help you. But bottom line, you are not going to the bride and saying, my makeup is so bad and my hair looks like Shirley Temple or whatever because she don't give a shit. She's like, that's the last thing she wants to worry about is if you are not liking it. Mm -hmm. I will tell you guys right now that hands down the best wedding I have ever been in was my cousin Jenna's. She got married in San Diego. You guys, I think for 90% of that day, I was all drunk wearing her engagement ring. That's how chill of a bride she was. She was so chill. She literally was like, oh yeah, okay, well do your, yeah, do your hair like this, do your makeup, like, like just so chill. And it just made for a day that was so easy. And as long as you're not high strung, as long as she's not, you know, 
being a bridezilla, then it just ends up being such a nice experience yeah. for everyone. And I don't think I've ever even had an experience where it was like a a crazy day and people were upset or the bride got upset. Like it, for the most part, all of the experiences that I've ever had day of have been very yeah. smooth. Oh yeah, same. Especially when it's like, you know, you're just hanging out with your best girlfriends for the whole day, drinking champagne, getting your makeup done. It's like a spa day, you know? If you keep it light, keep it simple like that. Make sure that the bride's champagne is full, but don't get her too tipsy, uh, you know, before she's walking And whatever you guys are doing, if the bride's nervous, don't give her a Xanax, guys. Come on, use common sense. <laughs> No one needs her to be drugged down the aisle and not walk down the aisle. So I guess that brings us to our next point of view, which is bachelorette party etiquette. Mm -hmm. So I'll be honest with you guys. I, I do like to party. I've always liked to party. But one time in 2011, we did go to a pool party and I did overdo it. <laughs> and I found myself, you know, I, I probably, that was probably the drunkest I've ever been in my entire life. And it is probably prop like my top five regrets in life is getting drunk, just like other bridesmaids were having to take care of me. And until this day, I have never, that was nine years ago. I've never gotten that wasted at a bachelorette party again, because I was so humiliated that I let my behavior affect those around me. And I think that that hopefully will shed some light on the fact that the only person that needs to be getting blacked out if she wants to be is the bride. Mm -hmm. The bride should not be having to worry that other people around her are either A, bored, B, not having fun, C, are wasted, getting kicked out. It is all about the bride and you. it should not come to a point where you are so drunk that you are that the bride that is the, holding your hair that back. the bride is noticing. Yeah. And so when it comes to bachelorette parties, Obviously, don't be a pain. If there's a if the maid of honor thinks of a theme, just go with it. Yeah, you know, you maybe are not crazy about the theme, but the maid of honor has obviously put a lot of thought into this weekend. So just do what it says to do. Yeah, follow the itinerary, get the buy the shirts with the screen prints, put together your outfits. Which by the way, if you're in a wedding party and the maid of honor is like, it's 2020 and you're still wearing screen print bridesmaids. Yeah. Girl, it's time to drop out. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's seen, we've seen better days since then. And, yeah. Um, and don't get me started. If I see another wig party guys, I'm also <laughs> done with those. I, I kind of like the wig parties. I don't I know. know. I'm like not about the wig parties. And I just, I guess I've never had one. So it's like, I'm jealous, you know, but um, okay, or strip clubs. What is that? What's your thought on the strip clubs? I've actually okay. I'm actually really sad because none of my bachelorette parties have ever involved. She's all and with quarantine, we've, we've all we've COVID, all we're definitely not going to any strip clubs soon. Well, unless I mean, they wear masks. What we've all stripped, like you know. Oh, okay. So we have wait, we hold on, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Okay, so next let's talk about the bridal shower. So again, being a bridal shower and the finances associated with it are so person to person, wedding to wedding, right? Because sometimes you have an, a parent that's very involved that says, I want to give you X amount of dollars. So when my sister-in-law got married, my mom was like, okay, here's all of this money to put towards it. Her mom helped. And then we just paid individually. You know, I think it was like $100 each or like I did the favor. Someone else did something else. Um, obviously, other weddings I've been in, it's been a lot more expensive. Maybe it's like $300 that you donate to the bridal shower because 
the parent isn't involved at all and you're helping with that. It really is person to person. I think when it comes to a bridal shower, I always assume that I will be contributing at least $300. Mm -hmm. If you're the maid of honor, obviously you contribute a lot more than that because you're buying miscellaneous things. You usually help take care of gifts, that kind of stuff. Um, but I think what to remember when it comes to that is don't try to give your own ideas uh, to work to the point where you're trying to plan the whole thing. I think that the maid of honor starts really has the vision for it. And then from there says, okay, who wants to help? If the maid of honor comes up with an idea, she's already planning so much stuff. It's not the time to be like, Hey, actually, I think we should, I, I want to do this instead. Just go with what is being planned. Yeah. Unless they ask you like, oh, Hey, I'm stuck. Yeah. I need help on planning this or what should we do? Blah, blah, blah. But other than that, like ask and constantly ask them what you can do to help because there is always something and take the reins on, on it. Like if you could get the decorations, if you can, you know, if, if you if, say, if you, if you can't devote time on the day of to help set everything up, because let's face it, not every single bridesmaid is going to be able to show up at 7am to set up a shower, contribute in other ways, do the baking, set up this, or like, I mean, there's something that everybody should take equal part in doing. And, um, and you should be excited to, you know, contribute and in, in to do that, especially if it's a situation where there is no other outside help from parents or family members or what have you. Yeah. Um, and, and with that said too, another question I know that people wonder is like, am I responsible for getting a bridal shower gift if I'm in the bride, mm -hmm. if I'm a bridesmaid and in the bridal party and I've contributed to planning this shower? The answer is yes, absolutely. Yes. You, but you're responsible for still buying a bridal shower gift. You're still responsible for providing a wedding gift at the wedding. Um, it's just, it is, it's what's right. And what is a good amount that you should be spending? On I a think gift? that if you're in the wedding so you're a bridesmaid and obviously I'm talking, um, from an age now, right. Where my finances are different than when I was like 25. I think if you're 25 or younger, I think $50, you know, like you're getting a couple things off the registry is fine. I think as you get older, um, I think it a hundred dollars is a good price point. Yeah, I agree. A hundred dollars is a good price point. Um, you know, go in on something special with someone else. If you want to get them like a big ticket item, that's maybe $200, go have these with another bridesmaid or something so that you can get those, you know, big, big yeah. wow factor mm -hmm. presents for them. Uh, but I think that that's appropriate anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars, yeah. depending on what your financial situation is. Yes. And now if you're a bridesmaid or a maid of honor, I cannot express this enough. I'm not just saying this because we like to eat, but guys, you have to have good food. Oh, sorry. I'm banging the thing. You got to have good food, guys. You have to have, you know, it, it, it can't just be quiche. <laughs> <laughs> that, or, or deli sandwiches. Like, come on. No one wants to yeah. do, no one wants to come to the shower and just eat cold ass <laughs> Costco sandwiches. Like, no, at least give Panera to cater or something. We No one wants those cold ass sandwiches like get it catered have a taco man like there is plenty like you your money can go far if you figure it out and it is honestly less stress on whoever has to put those goddamn sandwiches together 100 exactly yeah so um next thing guys when it comes to games less 
is more. No one wants to no play the game. No one wants games. your stupid ass prize of a stupid ass candle and room spray. And nobody, unless it, you are, maybe you're great Aunt Marge and you know, no one wants to play the toilet paper bride game. <laughs> like, can we please? Toilet paper is not a good look for anybody, for anybody. Like, And it's like 10 out of 10, there's girls there that I'm not like getting along with. So now I'm having to like dress the bride. And like, it's it just, guys, it, we're, it's 2020. I and don't if, think it's- And if it is 2020 and you're doing the toilet paper bride game, that's disrespectful. And it is not very responsible of you in this climate to be wasting all this toilet paper <laughs> when we know everyone else needs it. <laughs> okay, that is a good point. Not the time. That. Uh, let's see, what other games are not that great? You, my favorite bridal shower games, and this is, I, I feel like a, my group of girlfriends kind of understand this too. Like there's a few, but there's nothing like, Someone being like, okay, look under your chair. <laughs> and if there's a number on the your chair, it's like, you get a prize. Like, and guys, so cool. Those are the games that I like. Yeah. Like, have me look under the chair. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want this freaking word search trying to find wedding dress. What is this, seventh grade? Who thinks of these stupid games? Okay, but what about that? And then you guys don't even provide a pen? Now I'm using her grandma's pen? Like, <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, find find a fiance no I, I got it's honestly like a bad idea it's just nice to like be able to hang out and spend time with the people that are there and get to know the family members better that maybe you didn't know like the showers in itself everybody just wants to mingle and hang out and drink and socialize like just let them do that with all with all of the freaking games it just really is like another another toy like if you want to give people presents give them presents don't make them play the game just give them gifts and, and do a raffle and guys do good gifts do it you know you could do ten dollars to starbucks you could do a bottle of i wine. think it should be twenty five dollars bullshit of a of a pot holder and one of those oven mitts or you got me one of those you obviously ain't going masks. to william sonoma guys that is some big lot bullshit I don't want those 99 cent face masks you got from the Target dollar section. I know I buy them for myself. I don't need them for a gift. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't playing that. If I'm going to find the word wedding bells in a goddamn word search, there best be wine involved. Okay. Okay. This is another thing that I would, that just popped into my mind too. What about opening your gifts at your shower? Oh, I would rather die. <laughs> Because Guys, no one else loves more than to watch their friend getting married open another, another fucking KitchenAid. Yeah, guys, I can tell you this right now. If you're a bride, the best advice we could give you is you don't need to open your gifts at your bridal shower. The last thing I want to go to is a four-hour bridal shower. Yeah, it's just let everyone enjoy each other. Take the gifts home. Um, if you know, if your grandparents, if you, I know that my, like my sister's wedding, like my aunts and my grandparents like really enjoy that. They like to see the look on their face. And so, you know, just open it with them privately later. You know that your grandparents, you're going to be with your grandparents and your aunts that whole entire day. Anyways, open them later or have them come to your house, have your family come to your house the next day and open all your gifts there with your family members yeah, that actually want some, to see you open your Have gift. a champagne brunch. And that way you're not at your, you know, for the bride, she's not at her bridal shower being like, oh my gosh, oven trays. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I've never had a 
cookie tray before. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting this apron before. Oh, and don't get me started. Do not be that person who buys slutty lingerie for the bride. If you know she's opening her gifts in front of her family members and you get her crotchless hanky pankies, ain't no one wants to see her opening the lingerie that is more of a bachelorette party and and just so we're clear if you're one of those people that are still buying lingerie for your friends from victoria's secret then just kick them off your bridal party guys <laughs> like just kick like they're done like that is just it is out guys yeah you get get some nice things that they're going to want to wear on their body like but black... give it to them in private and give it to them at the bachelorette party where things are a little more risque yeah do not just make like her use your heads use your heads it's just like the craziest thing yeah um all right, now we're going to get into the wedding day, but more so the ceremony. So, you know, you've had the day. Just a reminder, you know, you're not coming to the bride. You're not stressing the bride out. This is for you have the great day getting getting ready, and then now it's the ceremony. Yes. So ceremony etiquette for my bridesmaids. Um, you should always, in some way, your bridesmaid dresses don't have pockets. Like you are seeing your best friend get married. You are damn well going to cry, especially if you're a Pisces like me. I'm crying like before I even hit the free. As we're lining up, I'm like, shit's coming down, right? You should always have um, a tissue. What I've always done is like keep it in the palm of your hand and then hold your bouquet. So it's you have it on you. Don't pull it out of your bra. Don't tap the girl next to you while you're up at the altar and ask her to give you a tissue for you to blow your nose. And also, don't blow your nose <laughs> at all. It's to dab. It is to dab, 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 dab you little snots in your tears. If you think that it is okay to be standing at the front of the altar and blow your <laughs> nose, I would... I, that's it. That's it for me, dog. Okay. And then also, guys, eat, please. We were at a, I was in a wedding a few years ago and a bridesmaid dead ass fainted because fainted. she didn't eat. The biggest thing you can do is make sure to eat. And I guess this is just a quick note for the bride. It is your responsibility to feed, to these, feed girls. these girls. It is your responsibility to have it catered. There needs to be pastries. There needs to be sandwiches. There needs to be drinks. That is your responsibility. They have your responsibility. Bridesmaid, your responsibility to eat. It's not a day where you need to be doing your intermittent fasting. No, that shit starts at 8 a.m. You're, you're eating and you're eating throughout the day. Yeah, and so if you are that bride that didn't provide the food, to your bridesmaids and then you're mad the second she you know passes out or throws up or whatever that's on you girl and also guys don't get blocked out before you walk down the aisle we don't need bridesmaids all blocked out walking down the aisle uh you know swaying making googly eyes at the at the uh men on the other <laughs> side we don't need that the groomsmen that comes and after. afterwards that's for the reception and that's what we're gonna get into and that's now. what we have to say about that so oh quickly this is a quick note if you're a bride listening to this guys do personalized vows oh if you're my, at a wedding either either say i do and i do or just and make it like five minutes or do personal vows because honestly people are showing up to your wedding they're excited to be there love is in our hearts 
make it special. I say that 10 out of 10 weddings are so much better if they do their own vows. Yeah, you're planning this giant day and everybody sitting there wants to feel your love and like those stories. I mean, if you, if there's no other way to bring down the house than to drop, do a mic drop and say your own vows. I'm telling you, it is the most special part of, of a ceremony. So do it. And if you're thinking twice about it, do it. Yeah. If you're thinking about, yeah, just do it. So, all right. So you've walked down the aisle, your best friend or you, depending who's listening, has gotten married. So now it's photos. Guys, I'm going to say it now and I'm going to say it two years later. Open bar. You need to have an open bar. These people came to your wedding. They are likely getting a hotel. They had to have possibly gotten a babysitter, possibly happened to have to buy a dress. If you make them buy their own cocktails. Nope, nope, nope. Which brings me to my next point. I understand if you're getting married at a winery where they only serve wine and beer. Otherwise, if you have a... If you're getting married at a place where you can have an open bar, guys, do an open bar. Don't do any of this, oh, just wine or beer, and then they have to pay seven bucks for a cocktail. Yeah, no, that it's is, all or nothing. That is what I would like to call tacky. You don't want to be the one with the tacky wedding. Don't be that one. And don't, yeah, don't be those people where people have to wonder, like, do I need to bring money? Like, yes, bring money because you want to tip. You want to tip your wait. You want to tip your bartenders and all that stuff. But don't let the take the guesswork out. Let them know it's an open bar. Like, let them have a good time. And if you don't want shots at your wedding, then just don't have them at all. Have beer and wine if you're worried about that one guy that's going to go overboard, which he's probably bringing a flask anyway. So either way. But um, so now let's talk. Okay, so now you're you're at the wedding. The reception's going on. You're a little buzzed. Oh, and now it's time to party. So now it's now time to party. Now your bridesmaid duties are done, girl. After that ceremony, you are like, it's time to get down. It's time to have some drinks. It's time to dance and maybe flirt with the second cousin. I mean, it is on like Donkey Kong. And I'm not going to lie. If your bride was a bitch-ass bride who <laughs> didn't let you get a plus one, and maybe you're just, you know, you're a bridesmaid and you're feeling kind of insecure that you're there without a date, I can promise you this right now you guys it is no one's looking you're the only one thinking it you're yeah. the only one thinking like oh my gosh i'm the only one here without a date just get another cocktail ignore it and just know that you know it, it is not uh it is it is a bigger deal to you than it is to anybody else and don't let that affect your mood because i know that sometimes wedding could be a a kind of a quiet reminder that you are single but first of all, I would I would say that many of those couples in that, uh, you know, at the reception aren't these like crazy in love couples as they may seem right at that moment. And just know that being single during the wedding is really only giving you an opportunity to hook up with a groomsman, which brings me to my next point. Yes, let's hope that those groomsmen are single. Although I have not had luck with like single groomsmen. Like there, there usually isn't. And I'm like, well, what is this? What did I sign up for? I thought it was like a given that there'd be some And the hot ones are always taken. Hot ones are always taken. The single ones are always weird with a wonky eye or something like that. Just something weird. <laughs> oh, 100% glass eye. <laughs> glass eye. Uh, 
But yeah, what do you what are your thoughts on hooking up with grooms men? Well, and if you should or if you shouldn't or if you think it's appropriate. I mean, I love hearing the stories the day after. And you know, when you see someone walking out of, you know, Brandon's Brandon's room the next day and you're like, "Oh wow, they went." They <laughs> yeah, went I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming, but good job. So, I've actually I I don't know if I just like don't remember, but um, I have made out with groomsmen in two of the weddings I've been in. Okay. That was an unexpected makeout. Oh, okay. I'm what about you? I think I, no, I've, there has been groomsmen and there's been guests I've made out with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, girl, there's if, been we're talking, guests. if we're talking guests. There's been some guests and there's been, um, there's been weddings I've went to where I had made out with multiple guests <laughs> not in the same not in the same night but i was like oh he was invited oh and i'm making out with this person tonight oh, okay this is awkward guys i'm gonna ask you this right now i don't care how drunk you start making at that at that wedding and now you're you're hanging out with the grooms guys don't put the tire on your neck <laughs> i hate that those photos are gonna exist forever and you got the tie around your neck even worse when you put it around your head like get the tie <laughs> off your fucking head idiot no one wants to see that and bridesmaids i i'm sorry you may disagree with me but like bring sandals bring something if i see your dirty ass feet on the dance floor or if you're the reason why we have to move people because someone drops a glass and your ass gets fucking cuts your foot <laughs> Like wear a pair of shoes you could wear all night because my grandma didn't raise no fool. And she has always told me that you just never take your heels off. But of course we do. We're getting down, whatever. Bring a pair of sandals, bring a cute pair of sandals. Do not go barefoot to a wedding, especially if it's like at the montage anywhere. I don't even care if it's on a winery. I don't care where it's at. Keep your damn shoes on. Yes. And that brings me to um, another thought I just had. Yes. You have to get them a wedding gift. Oh, yes. Just because you're showing up and you were the bridesmaid um, and you've at this point probably dropped, you know, a grand at this point, still get them the wedding gift. Just get them. And guys, it's so easy. $100. Yeah. It's $100. $100. Put it in a card, throw it in the little card basket, call it a day. They want the money. You know, they could probably use it. Um, hopefully they're not having a dollar dance because we all know that that shit is tacky. Which just brings us to our next point. Guys, dollar dances. No. Tacky. We are not in the 80s or in the nine, early 80s, 90s where that shit would fly. Like, no, 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 no. And I'm it not, so I will say tacky that. to ask for money. That things has, have evolved. I've been in weddings, um, you know, like a long time ago where it was more fun, which I get. Guys, no more. Just no more no more dollar dances so tacky yeah it's just not it's i don't want to pay ten dollars to dance with your husband i've probably hooked up with him no i'm just kidding I pay, <laughs> i'll pay ten dollars to dance with your husband i'm totally kidding i've never hooked up with any oh, of my friends yeah she's kidding yeah, i pay no. ten dollars to dance with your brother with your husband's brother though <laughs> yeah if we want to do that yeah but so no. anyway so guys brick house no cha-cha slide no. no come on like sometimes i literally wonder when i go to these weddings who thought of oh these how about the she is a freak house that's brick house oh that's <laughs> no i when i'm in my 300 dollars bridesmaid's dress and i'm all sweating i don't want to do the ymca oh it is God. like not what i want to do at all 
Um, what other terrible song? Oh, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But like at yeah, my wedding, have, guess what? We're doing the WAP and we'll do it in Colt 45. Yeah, those are the we're, the WAP will be the only like designated dance song. Uh, because other than that, Griffin is going to be DJing at my <laughs> wedding and it's going to be like EDC up in that bitch because we get in down and we're dancing yeah, and it and, is a curb. And the music sets the whole tone. I understand live bands are expensive, but I went to the Longoria Johnson wedding and hands down the best wedding I've ever, well, one of the best weddings I've ever been to because they had a live band. It was Oh, the live awesome. band was so amazing. So you can splurge to the live band and if you have to do a DJ, just be really great. Okay, guys, Marry You by Bruno Mars. Another one. It's like so played out. Yeah. And it's not like it's a beautiful night. We're looking like no one's looking for something dumb to do. Everybody's just looking to have fun, maybe hook up with a guy and have a good night. It's your wedding. We get it. Yeah. You're like, married. It's done. Get creative. Do like some smash mouth. Do third eye blind. Like just switch it up. I, if you're looking for maybe a good playlist and you're on the fence, like maybe hit up Malarkey's and ask for their playlist. Yeah, who doesn't love do some nineties? Do some nineties throwbacks. Do some current day hits. But if you're going all the way back to Saturday Night Fever, we don't want it. We don't want it. So yeah, now things are wrapping up. The wedding's over. You've had a great night. Um, everyone's going back to their respective hotel rooms or maybe each other's and you've had a successful wedding. And I will tell you guys this, if you're a bridesmaid, I can't recommend it enough to, as the night's going to an end, go up to your bride, go up to your best friend and just give her the biggest hug you guys, because it just, when, when a friend gets married, you know, for many people, you have gone through life with this person. It is such a special thing. And I think that it's so important to just have that moment and not lose sight of, of everything that's been going on. It's such a crazy day, but you also just want to be like, I'm so happy for you. And I think that it's just like such, such a special moment between a friend. And if you remember to do it, you'll remember that moment forever. Yeah. Always make time to do that because the day goes by so fast and you just feel like, wow, I didn't even get to like spend time with my best friend on her day. Like, call, make sure you go up to her, tell her how beautiful she looks, give her a hug, thank her for an amazing friendship because it's honestly the beginning of the rest of her life, and it's so exciting. And every moment after this, like things will be different, and your and your relationship will change, but it, most likely for the better. I think the some of you know, it's so great to see your your best friends like thrive in life and become happy. And that's, it's the start of it. So make sure you get that special moment with them. All right, let's talk maid of honor and men. Best man. Best man, sorry, men of honor. Best men speeches. Because I think this is like a topic that needs to be addressed too, because there's so many different types of speeches and shit can get awkward. Shit can get awkward. Very awkward. So if you're a maid of honor, Girl, it is your time to shine, right? It is your time. You have the attention of the room. You get to talk about everything. But be quick. Nobody wants to be taken down memory <laughs> lane and was like, I met Jessica <laughs> in preschool. And then we were both like all these weird inside jokes that you guys have that no one else in that room is going to get like no touch on your friendship touch on how excited you are but you're talking about them and their relationship you could talk about what a great friendship she has and now she'll be such a great wife all these things but no one wants to hear all your weird little inside jokes like no yeah. one gets them they're not cool 
it's all it's about yeah. the bride and the groom and their relationship and you blessing them into this like great life together keep it short get a little sentimental uh what about the the but humor also like, guys guys spontaneity yeah it's good in a lot of times in life not it's here not good here you need to write your speech do not wing this we've said shit. it before and we'll say it again open bar plus ones and good music and good speeches make the wedding yes the speech has to be good it's not the time to just talk on a whim i've been to weddings where i've seen the maid of honor not writing it down and you could tell and it just really does spoil the entire wedding it makes it so awkward we cannot recommend it enough it is a time to be funny if you are not a witty person or you're not a jokester, then skip it. Yeah. Make it short. It just say that, funny. you know, we wish you health, wealth, and happiness, whatever. But guys, it's not the time to be writing jokes if you don't have it in you. <laughs> if you are not a comedian, don't stand up there and be a comedian if you're not one. It's just not the time. If you're more of a sentimental person, bring the house down to tears. Make everyone cry. I mean, we love it. We love to see it. But if you're not funny honey no no oh honey no yeah we definitely we definitely don't want that and i think that um you know if there's one thing that uh that you just that you want to highlight is just remember that your best friend who is getting married chose you to be her maid of honor and so just speak from the heart know that you're speaking to her speaking to their relationship it doesn't need to be this throwback of a million memories she knows all those memories too you're just speaking from the heart of what her friendship means to you and the life you wish for them together yes absolutely and if you're nervous about it if you're not one that does speeches and you know the the thought of even doing this in front of people like you could also get creative like i i have friends that have like done like these like video segments or whatever to kind of cut the time short so they can just say a short little like mm -hmm. cheers at the end of it like do what makes you feel comfortable but practice with someone too i mean it's you want it to be as fluid and you don't want it to look like it's been thrown together and that you didn't care because the decision to have you up there from the bride like it's an honor that's why you're the maid of honor and so you should put time into it and really highlight you know, everything about the bride and groom. So that's all I have to say about that. Exactly. Totally. Okay. And I think that this needs to be said as well for brides, you know, I think it is so important to thank your bridesmaids, um, to thank your guests. Um, I think brides should give bridesmaids like a gift day of, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of like your bridesmaid survival, survival kit and everything. Like show your friends that you're thankful for them for doing this for you because it does cost a lot of money and it is a huge time commitment we are happy to do it right because if we weren't we wouldn't be in it so it's something that we're very happy to do but just show your consideration and your thanks for having such a great squad and um you know always send thank you notes i don't yeah. know for so your bridal shower and for your wedding that brings us to i suppose um our final thing which is if you're a bride Guys, send a thank you letter. It is like, it is so easy to do, but I promise you, people will remember if you don't. If you don't. And it's like, and there is an etiquette. I think that you should get your, your thank you cards should be sent out to your entire wedding. I say no more than two months after your wedding. And if you're a bride, guys, 
and you know, you're sending these thank you cards and you have, you know, five of your closest friends just dropped a ton of money and putting you on, you know, giving you a beautiful wedding, get them and, you know, write them a nice thank you letter. I think that, um, I don't even know if this has ever been done to me, but I know people where their thank you letter was just like the, um, the same thank you note that everybody got. But, you know, you might be some girls like it's unlikely, especially when you're in your 20s, that that wedding is the only wedding that you're in that week or that year. A lot of times you're in two, three, four weddings in a year. This is, this is the only so thing that they're paying it is for. So much money that's going into it. So if you're a bride, really take the extra minute to write a thoughtful note to, you know, follow up with your bridesmaids a month later, follow up with your bridesmaids a year later. You know, your life is changing, but in many ways that girl's life is not changing. And so I think it's a reminder that, um, you know, to, to still remain a nice friend, to stay still involved, because uh, I think it's easy when you're getting married to get wrapped up on in all of that. And that goes to say with also your bridesmaid, you know, your friend's life is changing and it does things like Mal said are not going to be the same, but I think that there's a happy medium that can be reached. And, um, you know, I, I think that at the end of the day, all you want as girls, you know, that like in life, it is just about friendships and the relationships you have. And I, I just hope that, um, you could have success like we've had where we've been able to watch our best friends get married and grow with them in the process. Yeah. And it, it is, it is so important to just be, you know, happy and grateful because these times can get lonely for those that are single. And especially afterwards, like, wow, now my best friend is married. Maybe she's not going to have as much time to do everything that we used to do together because she's living a, a life that is, is so exciting to be in. Um, you know, have, have some grace because because of the changes that are happening. They may not know how to navigate it. You know, I'm not saying just like you do all the work because there's been plenty of times where that's happened to me after, but, you know, be open, just try to maintain the friendship and reaching out and checking in on one another. Um, you know, because the worst is to, to, to grow apart after these things. Yeah. And, um, all friendships take work, especially when we are getting older and, um, you know, we should, always like try to nurture those as much as we can. Exactly. And uh, at the end of the day, having somebody ask you to be a bridesmaid is one of just, again, the biggest ways that you can be honored as a friend. And um, we hope that our advice you know, there, there's actually a lot of advice today. There's a lot. Yeah. Who there knew? Was, I mean, I, I don't know if our podcast have, has been this long yet, but um, we hope that, you know, it'll it'll get you where you need to go. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions about it, like feel free to DM us if there's something that we didn't know. If you're second guessing something, more likely you probably shouldn't do it. So send us a DM, ask us. And we we'd love to experts. hear your bridesmaid horror stories if, you know, if it's someone you fucked oh, up with. yes, yes. If it's a crazy bride, if- Hideous um, dresses. Hideous those dress. are Oh, we love to see bad Tag dresses. Tag us in your ugly bridesmaid dresses. We would love to see it. We love to see it. I'll even post some of mine, oh, but yeah. I don't want them to get mad at me, but- There is one in particular that I just can never, I'll never get over that. I think she knows, but- okay. An interesting um, thought that just got brought up right now, or a question should I say was, have you guys been in a wedding together? Because we would be a dynamic duo in a wedding. And the answer is no, because as we said in our first episode of our podcast, I am a graduate in 2005 and Mallory graduated in 2016, or sorry, 2006. And so 
our uh, groups of friends from high school um, are completely different. And even though like my high school groups of friends knew her friends, all of the weddings that we've been in, whether it was family members, high school friends, were whoever it was, uh, college friends, uh, they were, it was never the same group. And so we've actually never been in it. We've gone to the same uh, bachelorette parties together and the same, same weddings, uh, weddings together. Which those have been fun. The ones we've attended together have been so fun. Um, but yeah, there's been ones where Mars been a bridesmaid and I was just an attendee and vice versa. But yeah, no, we haven't been in one. We've yet to be in one. So I don't know, Amy and hey, Brooke. And guys, at, at this point, <laughs> I think that there ain't, there ain't a few, there aren't many more weddings we could be in. <laughs> uh, we're running out of time here. We're running we out of time here. <laughs> Okay, so uh, now, of course, it's time for our dating horror story um, um, segment, but uh, we thought that we'd let this listener share their story. We got this DM and we couldn't stop laughing, so I'll share it with you guys. Okay, Dear Always a Bridesmaids podcast, I love your guys' podcast. You guys are two of the funniest, smartest girls that I've ever met in my entire life. Anyways, back to my dating horror story. So I met this guy. And we started hanging out and everything was going so great. He never really said my name. In fact, ever. Then one time we went to dinner. When we sat down, he said, for two, please. And we got satted. When the, oh my gosh. When the lady came by, she said, what would you guys be having? He turned to me. My name is Ashley. And he goes, Abby, what do you want? The whole time, he never knew my name. We went, we dined for two hours and he never, ever stopped saying Abby. At what point I got so nervous, I went to the bathroom. When I came back, somehow the toilet seat cover got stuck in my pants and I came out and I had toilet paper that was all over my leg and the toilet seat cover into my pants. As we were leaving, he said, Abby, you have toilet paper. <laughs> It was hands down the most mortifying moment of my life. Justin and Abby never spoke again. Oh my gosh, that gave us <laughs> such a good laugh. That is thank like, you for sharing that. Oh my god, that is so funny because like what if that did happen? like you know, for that to happen, like, clearly that's never happened to me, but I've gone on dates before where I'm like, shit, what was his name? Because if it's like someone you meet pretty quickly on Bumble and you're like, is, was he John? Was he Jake? Was he Jared? Like all the J's and poor Abby. Poor Abby. <laughs> like this is so, so funny. We love hearing your guys' dating horror stories. Um, make sure to send them in. Always a bridesmaid podcast. Um, you can DM us. It just, it, it just kills us. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, which I know you did, we're excited to share that the fundraiser that we are recognizing right now, um, our hope is that as our podcast grows, um, we'll really be able to highlight different organizations after, um, out there and be able to raise money for them. And so uh, this month's organization that we're highlighting is Tyler Tribe. Uh, Tyler Decker is 26 years old and was diagnosed with ALS. Um, he has a website, www.tylerstribe.com. You can also follow him on Instagram. Um, all we're asking that is that if you liked this episode, you could Venmo me $5. My Venmo name is Marissa-Norris on Venmo. You could just Venmo me $5 and in the caption put Tyler's Tribe all dollars raised in December and in January are going directly towards the Tyler Tribe Foundation. We are so excited to support them. 
yes, this family is like near and dear to our heart and we want to do anything that we can to help them during this time um, and just work to finding a cure for ALS. I know that there's so many studies and, and research things going on and we want them to be able to get the best help that they can. Um, so we would just love the support. If you like our podcast, if you're interested in hearing more, uh, we would love to bless their family with with help and resources and fundraising more money that they're already doing such a great job. And if anybody is interested in more, reach out to us, go to tylerstribe.com um, and read more about their stories because we, we deeply love this family. Yes. All right, guys, that's it for our third episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in as always. Follow always a bridesmaid podcast on Instagram, like rate, review, share, tell everybody, subscribe. Um, And, you know, you can find us individually. I am Mallory, uh, Mally Boo, M-A-L-Y-B-O-0 on Instagram. And I can be found at Marissa Norris on Instagram. We thank you guys so much for watching, so much for your support. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and DM us with your dating horror stories. See you next time. Have a great week, y'all.